0: Wowie! Welcome back to the Night Shift Football Podcast, where this week it's all about the threes. It's our third episode. Adelaide United got the three points for their third home victory of the season after three goals from three penalty kicks. There were three big derbies, Merseyside in England, the Revier derby in Germany, and both Milan's faced off for top spot. We've got heaps to get through, and once again to go through it all is the penalty-abolishing advocate and resident Leeds wanker, Thomas. Mate, what's happening? (laughs) I'm
1: ecstatic, Sam. How are you?
0: I'm excellent. That's I'm great.
1: Uh, I definitely do want to abolish penalties, but that's got nothing to do with me being a Leeds wanker. They're, they're separate afflictions that I that
0: I have. I never said they were related.
1: All right, that's fine. I mean, if you're going to group them together, though, Jesus, you're going to upset a few people out there.
0: They're used to it. Leeds fans are used to it, aren't they?
1: Uh, maybe. But I tell you what, Leeds fans this morning would be on my side, I think, with abolishing penalties. Damn, what is going on? Why would, why would you want to abolish the penalties? Just with the... The, the, it's the way that it changes the attackers' uh, like intent when they enter the box. They're not. They're no longer going for the goal. The commentator even said it this morning in the in the Leeds in the Leeds game. He's gone a long way round. So he's gone a long way around searching for the foul when really his intent should be to come inside. I think there's a lot of things you could make better if you got rid of penalties.
0: On that note, <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, you curveballed me then. There's an article we'll- coming. I'm telling you. We'll go straight into the Premier League. Please. How much did you catch?
1: Quite a bit, actually. Um, it didn't have the craziest weekend, so that meant always Saturday night, camped in front of the couch, enjoying the, uh, the
0: onslaught of English football that just doesn't seem to end. There's a game literally every day of the week. Literally every day. I didn't catch too much. I saw a little bit of Southampton, Chelsea. Yes. What'd you think? Uh, I was just... I don't know. Chelsea had like 70% of possession for a while yep. and just weren't getting any shots. No one wants to see that. No. I'm, very, I'm so disappointed in Chelsea. Like, as a, a fan of the game in general, I had such high hopes and expectations for this squad and some of the players in it. And so far, they just haven't really delivered at all. Yeah. Do you think it's going to take time, though, for Haberts and Werner and stuff to get in, click and gel and make it work? Maybe. Give them a full pre-season under Tuchel. Yeah, definitely. And they'll get out there next year and they'll probably be unstoppable. Yeah. Last season the I was in, as well.
1: Yeah, exa- yeah, he's yeah. always going to grow more into his game and into his stature in the Premier League. I didn't I wasn't that impressed with them last season even though they finished well enough to compete in the Champions League this season. And I think that kind has of just flowed on into this season. Despite the signings, nothing seems to
0: have really got any more interesting or better for them. No. They I don't know what's I don't know what's happened but it looks like Frank just wasn't a good coach. Yep. I think we can wholeheartedly Frank, agree... Frank just wasn't a good coach. <laughs> any uh, any
1: word on where he's going to end up next? Uh, no idea. Turkey. Turkey? Yeah, my bets, Turkey. You think he's going to go to Turkey? Yep. That's where they all go to resurrect their careers. Okay.
0: One but last roll of the dice. If you say so. <laughs> Did you catch any other games?
1: Yeah, I was bored shitless by the first half for West Ham Spurs. That was... Tucked in for like a really good, I was expecting a really good spectacle. See, I only saw the
0: second half and I thought it was excellent.
1: See, exactly. I did watch a little bit of the second half too. Not all of it, because I was so disgusted by what I'd seen. <laughs> and I made that mistake. Always watch 90 minutes, guys. Don't, don't ever
0: jump out because you think a game's going to be terrible. I was uh, flicking through because, as usual on a Sunday night, I'll flick between all the Italian games and whatever Premier League's on. <laughs> but most, mostly my eye is on the Italian games and then I'll flick back and see what's going on and... I flicked over for the second half and it was, yeah, it was it was a good battle. It was a really good
1: battle. Uh, I think when uh, Mourinho bought Bale on it, I can't remember who he took off, but it definitely opened the game up. Turned yeah. into a much, both teams then could start actually looking for goals because it was
0: real arm wrestle yeah. in the first half. Not a lot happening. And they still, I noticed, Um, I think Son had probably one of his worst performances in a Spurs shirt. Yeah, he's off the boil right now. I'm not sure. Is it I, the
1: injury he's carrying? I'm
0: not sure because I haven't seen much of their, many of their games lately but yeah. on the weekend he was poor, that's for sure. I typically wait till the end
1: of the season, watch their Amazon documentary, and then be like, oh yeah, that's what Spurs did this season. Yeah. <laughs> Just completely tune out. It's like, I, they don't need my time now. I'm gonna watch them in the summer, it's gonna be fine.
0: Um, I went through, I watched the, I didn't get watched the whole game, but I watched like the Mega Mini of the uh, The Merseyside. Mega Minis, they may as well be the whole game. Ooh. They there's cut, only, they there's cut there
1: only out. 25 minutes of the ball being out anyway.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, it goes for 45 minutes and they the ball's only in play for something like 55 minutes of a football game these days. So, so true. Uh, you're not missing out on heaps. Watching the Mega Mini is a great way to catch up in the morning if you can't stay up all night and catch the games. Yeah, which is perfectly fine. We're not going to <laughs> hang shit on anyone
1: that's not staying up to four in the morning to watch 90 minutes nah. of this. Especially nah.
0: without fans. Um yeah, just uh, Liverpool again. I know we've talked about them a bit the last few weeks. We won't go into them too much again. But um, remember we talked about last week, Angelotti, his ability to get yes. the points in a big game. Yeah, in cup finals. Yeah. This is essentially Everton's cup final. Well, <laughs> this, is, this is their trophy,
1: isn't it? I think so. Yeah, they'll put, they'll put DVDs out about this now. They'll be torrented, shared, streamed.
0: Beautiful. I hope so. How about the assist from Rodriguez? Oh, Spectacular. That's what we want to see from him. Yeah, exactly. And he's had so much shit hung on him for the last couple of weeks as well. I think he's he's one of those unfortunate players that he absolutely shone at the World Cup. Yeah, and then was bought for a big fee, and people just you know he produced it for like six games in a World Cup, and now all of a sudden they're expecting him to produce the same quality every week, week in week out for his club, and it just it doesn't always work like that. So. You can think of big
1: name casualties over the time. That's been oh, like absolutely. That. I mean, Meza Ozil, you could, you could argue, was one of those. Had a phenomenal World Cup and then uh, bought big pound, lots of money, big euros. Lots yeah, of but money. He,
0: like, he's a bit different again because he was obviously superb before the World Cup came around. Yeah. Whereas Rodriguez was kind of a, was really a nobody, wasn't he? Yeah, unknown really? quantity, yeah. Yeah, and then showed up at the World Cup, bought for a big fee and, yeah. But it's great to see him. Turning it on again.
1: Yeah. When he does things like that in between the midfielders and the defense, that is where yeah. un- he's untouchable.
0: The assist for Richarlison. Who oh, it's beautiful. Richarlison is, I think, one of the most frustrating players in the league. Really? Yeah. Based on what? They paid a lot of money for him and his output is not great. Not as I mean, consistent. I think he's still pretty young. Yeah. 22, 23. Mm, maybe. I thought maybe. He was, maybe I thought he was A little bit older Okay I thought he was about 23 I think If it's but anywhere
1: did, between 22-25 that I'm thinking You've still got time To go anyway
0: Yeah But I mean for, like They paid a pretty big Price for him yeah. And He's not really delivered I know that Everton fans Get pretty frustrated with him And now they've kind of had uh, Calvert-Lewins come in And He's their golden boy now Yep He's their new new Wayne.
1: Yeah. Oh, jeez.
0: Different style big, of player. Yeah, that's a, you know what I mean? That's a big moniker to Everton, throw at someone as Everton well. Everton striker.
1: So, you mean he's going to leave in a season to go be Manscar. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Potentially. He could replace Cavani. I think when you compare it to Jamie Vardy for a million pounds, yeah, Richarlison has not delivered. <laughs> no, he hasn't
0: delivered. Um, Can you compare every transfer to Jamie Vardy now? Is that the standard? I think we should. I think every transfer ever should now be compared to what, Leicester happened? paying a million pounds for Jamie Vardy. Yeah. And then Why going not? on and winning the Premier League. Yeah. And establishing one of, you know, the top 20 all-time So if you sign anyone League. for more than a million pounds and they don't win a Premier League, they've yes. failed.
1: Exactly. No, you've got to... You've got fail. To, uh, they've got to test the, the Jamie Vardy.
0: Ronaldo <laughs> to Juve. Yeah. Fail.
1: Yeah, precisely. Because they're not going to win it this season.
0: <laughs> well, no. They're not. We'll, we'll touch on that a bit later. Um... <laughs> I saw they mentioned it on the Football Weekly this week a bit on the pod about, I uh, forget his name, the new Liverpool centre back from Sharka. Oh. Is it Kabak? Yes, that sounds about right. Why is he copying so much hate already? I think they love, um,
1: they love a scapegoat.
0: He's played two games. Yeah. Is it two games? I'm pretty sure. I a think he's inside Derby. And his first game was that Leicester. Leicester defeat. Yeah, yeah, that's what I remember seeing. Where it, Allison probably. ran into him.
1: Yeah, I thought he was okay that day as well.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I
1: think he. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's <laughs> what like what a cauldron to throw somebody into.
0: They obviously have much bigger problems going on than how the a, a new signing from Germany fits in after yeah. two games.
1: Oh my god! Definitely. Like
0: to pin it on. He's, he's just been copying it a bit.
1: It just, I, people don't... I just don't think people consider, like, it's not a football game. Like, it's not uh, FIFA. You can't just sign a player, throw, like, from a foreign country, throw them into a situation and yeah. say, hey, be your
0: 100% best.
1: Into a situation It as doesn't work like that.
0: Where Liverpool are the defending champions and now they're, they're being hunted every week. Yes. And now that they've been in a bad run of form, all the other teams are sniffing blood against them. Yeah, people think they can lifting up points. Yeah, and they've played. Was, how many different centre back combinations have they had this season? They've played too many.
1: Yeah, considering they have played it's three midfielders back. not their fault. They've had
0: there. you know they've had lots of defensive injuries, and that's why they signed him. Yeah. So to cover it up, and it's going to take time. Like you just you have to account for that. He wasn't signed expecting to be you know Van Dijk hmm. two No, exactly. Rest in
1: peace. Yeah. <laughs> Is he ever coming back? He'll be back. <laughs> the resurrection? The Celtic legend. <laughs> He'll be back. Back in, the, uh, back in the green and white, maybe. Ooh, we can only hope one day. Oh, imagine. Um, no, I was just going to say, the poor, the poor Liverpool fans, maybe just realign your expectations this season. I understand it hurts when you win. Oh, they have to now. Yeah, when you win, you expect your team to can continue it and make a dynasty, but... Liverpool have been outstanding for three seasons now, and yep. that's typically what you get in a modern football cycle: is three really good seasons with the same group of players. Yeah, it's just unfortunate they bumped into Man City in the previous couple of seasons and they edged them out. Like,
0: yeah, I mean they still got at the end of the day they have still got their Premier League title, long awaited, and their yeah. Champions League. They got that Champions League as well. Yeah, no. So this is um this is the perfect opportunity for
1: them to bring in Steven Gerrard though. If they were to, if they were ever going to usher him in, it's this situation. If they finish outside the top four, I don't want to see Klopp go. But if he wants to go and do something else, then I wouldn't be trying to hang on to him. If I was Liverpool, I would be in Stevie Gerard's deal because it'd be the perfect season uh, to come
0: back. I have no idea what the what the deal is like with Klopp yet. I don't know how long he's got left, but hmm. I can't. I don't imagine he'd be going anywhere anytime soon.
1: No, it's up to him. If he wants to stay, they'll keep him, and so they should. There's
0: a lot of variables this year as well, like. The COVID season. Yes. So, you know. And the
1: Euro is coming up as well, which I think now that they're really committing to this week, considering they're going to have fans back in stadiums by May 17. Well. That's really going to change. What that does is it prolongs the decision making of Premier League clubs and clubs in Europe to beyond the European Championships. So it just drags it out even further.
0: You just worry, like, when they let fans in the games earlier this season. It's it's spelled disaster. Yeah, it did. It was a disaster. Yeah. It and then we got, a, they got another outbreak and now they're in absolute chaos again.
1: Yeah. Well, they're, they're getting well vaccinated over there now. So Are they? Yeah, by the time the middle of the year rolls around. Vax on. Uh, vax on. Is that what it is in French?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I just said vaxon, Like, Vax on, Vax off. Give them the Vs. Karate kid. <laughs> oh. but,
1: but with Vax. See, why didn't they choose that as their propaganda slogan? <laughs> You're not going to make me
0: Vax, I tell you now. <laughs> anyway... We said we weren't going to talk about Liverpool much, but there we go.
1: They're just, they're an interesting... They are interesting. They're the most interesting team to talk about right now. Because they were so,
0: like, comprehensively the best team last season. Yeah. And to be this far off it now. How exciting is the table, though, at the moment, outside of Man City? Outside of Man City. (laughs) Well, like, you know, West Ham, Leicester. Yeah, it is. Man United's still clinging
1: on. Yeah, clinging on. I mean, their form determines they should be way lower than where they are now, but...
0: I guess they that got, shows they're good run that they I mean, have. They still um, as much as they they don't look great, they do still pick up points. By like the game against Newcastle. They yep. didn't look great, but they pick up the points still. Yeah. They and do what they have to do. They're the three points you gotta get. They do what they have to do, but they're not they're not a team that I wanna tune in and watch every week. No. They're and
1: few and far between really in the EPL when you say yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Particular matchups get me excited,
1: which um which is what Fulham and Sheffield United that got me excited just for the basis of I think we're finally at the stage where teams are really going to scrape and claw yeah. at each other to stay up
0: I wanted and to touch sorry you got anything. no I was just going to say Sheffield United well, didn't really the, do it no on the Sheffield Fulham game I know we're going to talk about penalties later because of the Adelaide game but <laughs> did you see the challenge from the was it Areola the Fulham keeper oh yes at I the did. end did who was it on I can't, I can't remember, remember who it's down. on but why? How is it that keepers can get away with these things? I like because mm. he he does. I don't know if he blocks the ball, or clears the ball, but his other leg, his right leg, swings through and just boots the guy in the knee. Yeah, and because he's the keeper, no one bats an eyelid. It's a, it was it looked really bad, fast, and then it looked so much worse slow. It's and a so, hor- It's a horrible foul! It's violent.
1: Yeah, it makes you wonder what the VR is looking at, like. Where where is the decision making in this? Because that,
0: that other leg is nowhere near the ball because the ball's gone. Yeah, Swing and he's just following so hard. through because yeah. it's the whole um, it's careless. It's just careless. It's like, a reckless challenge. He yeah. might not. He's not deliberately trying it's to not kick not him, I don't think. Yeah, it's not but violent. the way they throw themselves at the ball, sometimes I think keepers get away with the reckless lack of uh, no duty of care for the player they're diving in on. Yeah, exactly. Which now outfield players
1: are t- that is taken into account is the duty of care of another player. Now, you can't make... You can even intimate making a poor challenge and they'll book you for it. Yeah, and oh, well, so you should. And so you should, yeah. Yeah. Because these are professionals. The We're to see them
0: play. The argument that you always get where, like, someone flies in recklessly with two feet or whatever and the other player jumps over them and they say, oh, I didn't even touch him. Mm, but... it's not the point. If he let you touch him, he could have broken his leg. Yeah, so exactly. Is that what he you had to round? jump over you so he didn't get his leg broken. Yeah, interrupts his run, um, stops the flow of the game. I'm, I'm okay with it.
1: Yeah, I, I defended the, um, the goalkeeping in the... Uh, what was it? Was it Sheffield United-Chelsea? Uh, where Werner went down too easily, I thought. I can't remember uh, I who think Chelsea he played.
0: Did, yeah, think did, I thought that was... You thought it was a pen. I right? thought it was a pen, yeah.
1: I think you can see similar situations. But for me in this one, the, uh, the attacking player definitely gets control of the ball. He's got control yeah. of the ball. And the yeah. keeper flies in over the top of him and takes him
0: out. We always have that argument about, like, does it matter where the ball goes? I think we somewhat disagree on this. Yeah, a Yeah, I think it does. You think it matters where... Because yeah. if you get to the ball first and you knock it past the keeper and it goes out for a goalkeeper, but the keeper goes through you, mm. you're not entitled to a penalty?
1: Uh, it depends on the individual context of the whole of the okay. thing, I think. Yeah, I would take it on uh, pen to pen. I don't, that's
0: the problem. There's no hard and fast rule for yeah. this sort of thing. So, story time. Go on. On the weekend... Here we right. go. Tales of a Sunday leaguer. <laughs> so Sunday league. a so Sunday league chat. I had knocked the ball around the goalkeeper and then he clipped me like in the ankle. Yep. And I, was, I tried to keep my feet because there was an open goal and yeah. I wanted to score. Yeah. And I was stumbling, trying to keep my feet and I eventually fell down. Yeah. The referee didn't give it. After the game, I spoke to the referee and he said, because I knocked the ball away from goal, it's not a foul.
1: Oh, there you go.
0: He also said if it was in the middle of the park, he would have given a foul.
1: Oh, well, don't do that. <laughs> what the fuck Sorry. is
0: that? He's literally just admitted that the rules are different.
1: Why would you... <laughs> he made perfect sense in my mind for the first one. And then the second Well, same, Well, I don't well, well so. if it was in the middle of the park, like, But if it's, it's my doing? choice,
0: if it's my choice to knock the ball away from goal, that doesn't mean I can't be fouled. Because uh, I can knock the ball away from a defender to shield it. It kind of depends keep where it. your run's going. The problem I had with the Werner ball was that he knocked
1: it one way and ran the other way to initiate contact. I think that's a little bit... That is, yeah. That's a bit iffy. But if you're, sure. if you're following the line of the ball, by all means, but if the ball's going away from goal, I don't think that necessarily matters. Uh, but if you're following the line of the ball when the keeper takes you out, then you are fully deserving of a pen, I think. Yeah. If we're going to keep
0: them around, I guess. Yeah. Because I think uh, we spoke about it a little while ago as well, the Pickford one. Yeah. Was oh, that shit. On, is that the one that injured Van Dijk? That was the yeah. one that injured Van Dijk. It was, yeah. yeah. And he hasn't played since. Was that tackle? Yeah. It was it exactly that tackle that, that tackle, put him out. yeah. That was absolutely disgusting. You can't get away with... That was like um, musket style. Yeah. Over the knee, man. Over the knee. It was, like, a, it was so horrible. Challenge.
1: He was definitely going out to hurt him. I think you can probably intimate that from the footage. He's not looking at the ball, Pickford.
0: It's just a wild, reckless lunge. Yeah. And it injures players. Keepers shouldn't be getting away with it. That's the point, though. Trying yeah. to make, I guess. That's what we're boiling down yeah. to. Yeah.
1: Fuck goalkeepers. <laughs> that's, that's not what we're saying. Okay, that's not
0: what we're saying. That's
1: not what we're saying. But if you go out there to deliberately really hurt people, yes, fuck you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just rein them in just a little bit, please. Do you have anything else on the Premier League you want to touch on? Yeah,
1: I realise we're talking a lot about the Prem, um, but it was a pretty decisive weekend. And Leicester played Aston Villa in what was a really engaging contest again. Another exceptional game, I thought, from James Madison, Harvey Barnes.
0: After we talked him up last week. Another one. Who said we are idiots? If we 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 give
1: someone a G up, they seem to perform out of their skin the next weekend. So, uh, you know, if you want to slide into (laughs) our DMs, if you want a Sunday League shout out because you've got a big game coming up, we can drum you up. And then you'll have a blinder. Yeah, exactly. We don't even want money. Just send us beers or something. (laughs)
0: Wines. Send us a bottle of red. Yeah, send us some red. Especially if you're in the uh, in the Gula, Gula light region. <laughs> you will have a blinder. We can promise it. But
1: yeah, I thought this was a great game. And it was another clash between two teams. You know, Villa trying to establish themselves in the top half. They have so many games in hand. It's yeah bizarre. I keep trying to track Leeds' progress against Villas. And it's really hard because we've always played three more games than them this season. Yeah.
0: And they're constantly above us. The, the games are all over the place with the... Some teams having so many games in hand. Yeah.
1: Just like others well, being so far ahead. Once we get into the A-League, Jesus Christ. It's making, it more in- it's making it interesting, at least.
0: I think it takes away from the legitimacy of the
1: competition a little bit. But, yeah, I suppose it does make yeah. it more interesting. I mean,
0: on, on a glance at the table, it makes it interesting. Yeah, it does, yeah. Then you watch the football and...
1: You wonder why. You think it's you realise it's
0: not that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> No,
1: there was a, there was some more games on the weekend that we won't talk about that, that were just I, dour trash. Yeah,
0: I can't comment much because I didn't see much Premier League again aside from that. You're, Tottenham, West Ham. You're the European correspondent. Yeah, well, I do I do love European. Other European, well, we can say just European because uh, they're not in the EU, are they? Oh, so, exactly. Uh, yeah, so they're not European. Oh, Britain fails, baby. <laughs> Britain fails. <first. laughs> um,
1: Alright, what you got? That's Premier League wrap. Well,
0: yeah, I've got... I've got nothing else on the Premier League. I've just got some notes on uh, some of the other happenings across Europe. Love it. So we had, um, last week we talked about Schalke and mentioned that they might be, um, well, I mentioned foolishly that they might be able to get out of danger. I didn't realise they were so far behind. <laughs> and <laughs> Did then, someone
1: let you know this or did you No, and- I
0: looked it up because I thought I'm going to sound like an idiot. <laughs> and then I also, I watched the Revier derby between Dortmund and Schalke. Yep. Which the commentator called a crisis derby Which, I mean
1: Bit harsh, bit harsh in Dortmund It's, yeah,
0: I mean It's because Dortmund should be mounting a title challenge So in that sense it's a crisis But if you're a Schalke fan You'd be annoyed at that Considering they're about to get relegated I guess Do do you think Dortmund (laughs) should have to mount title
1: challenges every season? Is that actually what they're there to do?
0: I think they are, yeah not even You can't even just be happy finishing that's, in the has well, been No, that's been their goal. Their yeah. goal has been to challenge for the title and they haven't been able to do it. Okay. That was the whole point of signing Peter Bosch a little while back after he had that really good season with Ajax. Yep. And then he failed and he got sacked. Lucien Favre, Favre was in there for a while and he's now been sacked recently. And now the assistant coach has taken over. And they've got a little bit of form back. They won in the Champions League. Holland scored two again. Uh, did he? But um, yeah, the, the derby... Schalke were absolutely awful. And uh, Schalke <laughs> were awful. Dortmund were a bit better. <laughs> Less awful. Like, the reason Schalke were so awful is because this Dortmund side has so many problems at the back. Okay. They're playing Emre Can as a centre-back with Hummels. Who is, and Hummels, is, his best days are long gone. And Emre Can has been okay as a centre-back when he's in a back three or a back five. Yeah. But when it's just him and the other centre-back back there, he gets exposed a lot. A lot of responsibility. But Shaka just weren't good enough to even get a touch of the ball, <laughs> let alone cause any problems. Um, but that's all I got on that. Unless you got anything? No. On that yeah. game? No. No. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> no, yeah. nothing. But it was, another, it was another good display from Haaland. He's, he's keeping them going at the moment. And I'll tell you what, they're in trouble if they don't make Champions League, though. Really? Well, because... Has he got a buyout clause or something? Well, Sancho's, Sancho will go. Yep. He's going to go anyway. And I think for this the, sake is the sake season of, he goes. Um, it's not necessarily a case of Haaland maybe wanting to go, but if they don't make Champions League, that's going to be a huge dent in their wage bill. Yeah. And I don't know if they can afford to keep some of these players. They've, yeah. They've gotten big money. Haaland's
1: on track to be the uh, top scorer in the Champions League of all time as well, so he's going to want to compete every season in it. He is incredible. If he keeps these numbers up, he'll uh, he'll blitz everybody.
0: Did you see him in the Champions League last week in I Sevilla? Did. Oh, I did. Yeah, he's otherworldly. He is. He's phenomenal. Yeah, it's amazing to watch, and he's also. It's also amazing to see how he's not just one of these strikers that is so worried about himself scoring. Yeah, like he gets so go. pumped when his teammates score. Yep. or when they set him up, he goes sprinting over to him like this giant bloody monolith. <laughs> <laughs> he's terrifying he but. is a statue in and of himself you would be how would you mark how do you mark a guy like that I can't think of a defender in with the world with that size and that
1: pace I, maybe only VVD in that form from Liverpool's title winning yep. because he's probably got the physicality the yep. ball skill you know the know-how the agility and everything but even then if you let him go for 10 seconds and he finds a yard of space yep. oh you're
0: fucked they talked about um, he's incredible Dortmund Haaland was struggling, well when Dortmund was struggling a bit recently and Haaland was a bit quieter, uh, they sacked Favre, the assistant coach took over and he, against Sevilla, he got them to play, Dortmund played deeper, so Haaland was picking up the ball deeper because he wanted Haaland to be getting the ball, running at the defenders at and them. hitting top pace yeah. when he gets to them, rather yeah. than trying to take off. That's awesome. Yeah, and it showed, like he took the piss. That's brilliant. Yeah.
1: It's funny how those tiny tweaks in players' games can make them untouchable. Yeah. I Wait, still don't
0: know I don't know if Dortmund go through those still. Really? No, because... Um,
1: what was the score? I can't three remember. two. Three two, okay. So got three so away got goals, a lake, but yeah. I mean
0: the home ground advantage is it's non existent. Right. Yeah. Especially and for a club for Dortmund. like Dortmund without the yellow wall, yeah. They just look they just don't look the same team at yeah. home. It's hollow in there.
1: Like it hurts yeah. it kinda hurts to watch it. It's very empty and yeah. the ball's pinging around, you expect to see. I just on Harland. Um, I don't know if you ever clicked on his Football Manager personal information. No, I have not. He's got Leeds United down as favorite club.
0: Does he? Yes. Are you hinting at a perhaps Bamford and Harland <laughs> partnership? I am saying at Elland Road at some time in his career, Harland is going to play for Leeds United.
1: <laughs> it's a and big call. It's a huge call, but you know he was born in Leeds. His dad True. Was, his dad was playing for Leeds at the time. True. Um, he does have an affinity for them. Yep. I think if you're going to talk about him moving, if it is England, I uh, it'd be it'd be dirty for him to go anywhere else. Maybe only City because his dad also there, so a club that that would make a lot of sense. Champions League. If he did, it would be a club that's it would be City, would right? Yeah,
0: yeah. You don't think we're mounting a challenge? Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're five
1: points behind. I'm more
0: I'm more hinting at City, Liverpool. Leads are five points behind anyone the champions, but but Man United.
1: Yeah, we're five points behind Liverpool, so. <laughs> How far Liverpool Liverpool
0: Yeah let's not go into it um, That's all I got for that derby Um, The first of the three Well we covered Merseyside We covered Merseyside Yeah my bad Um, To Italy Uh, Just before I get on to the Milan derby I watched three Italian games Sunday night And saw 13 goals Mamma mia It was excellent The first game Parma and Udinese Yep Two all draw Fantastic End to end From the first minute Both teams just trying to score goals, which is what we love. That's what we want. Um, and the last game was Napoli and Atalanta. Good and that was game. After a horrible first half, nil all. Yeah. A six goal second half. Oh, damn. 4-2 to Atalanta. Floodgate. Yeah, it was incredible. That's awesome. Did um, but,
1: Napoli play midweek?
0: Um, least in the European competition. I can't recall. Hmm. I don't care about them enough to know. Yeah, but, I know, to tune in. I, I think, wonder if that's where the breakdown was. Because I would have had Napoli to beat Atalanta, but... Oh uh, Nah Pretty even Not, game. Yeah pretty even Those two sides are pretty even Atalanta haven't lost Many games this season Yeah They're, just, they're notorious For like conceding goals But they just score more yeah. All the time So um, But the middle game Was the big one The Milan derby First versus second uh, Milan's cracks Were Pretty well exposed Yeah Yeah You saw that um, A couple of weeks ago against Yeah It really did look like Inter should have been Probably out of sight In the The first half an hour uh, they probably could have put them away. They got one goal. Shit. Um Lukaku crossed to Lataro, Martinez. Yep. Uh they're now the most deadly, they're the deadliest partnership up front in the league. Well, they've combined for so many goals. Damn. Um Milan did grow into the game. Handanovic made an excellent save at the start of the second half. Um, kept it at one all, but then Inter just absolutely blew them away and like all their good players just left to like Lukaku, Barella. Yep. Uh, oh, how good is Martinez? Barilla, Hakimi. Yeah. Yeah, like Oh, the... and I think this guy doesn't get talked about enough, but Skriniar, mm. at centre-back, yes. is an absolute machine. Yeah. He is a beast, Again, and he's very quick. FIFA potential. Oh, He's
1: incredible. He's a wi-
0: yeah, he looks like a wicked, um, wicked centre-half. Exactly what you need. Um, Strong, mobile. They... Inter just... I, yeah, I can't see them not winning the league now. Yeah, They're top, they've got no European football, they've now pulled away from Milan... Four points or four or five points ahead. Yeah, they've still got Juventus coming up behind them with a the game in hand, but I the, still don't think they're good enough. That that would be their main danger, though, wouldn't it? I think so. Now, uh, Milan, the, the struggle for Milan will be now to hang on to top four. Yeah, they're still second. They still, but close. they're just, yeah. they're showing too many cracks, and they they get one or two injuries, and they it throws their side off. But they were missing Benasere on the weekend, and he was a big loss. Yeah, but on a was- positive note, uh, Donnarumma. In goal for Milan, yep. made his 200th Serie A appearance, and he turns, he turns twenty two on Thursday this week. Wow! I don't know when we'll release this pod, but on the Thursday of the week <laughs> we released this. I'm not sure what day this. He turns twenty two and he's already played two hundred Serie A games. That, so I think he beat, he's beaten uh, Buffon to two hundred games by about a year and a half or something. That's insanity! It's incredible, and uh, he's. What yeah, were you doing at twenty two? Oh, <laughs> getting pissed. Yeah. Wandering the streets. Did you have
1: 200 Serie A games underneath your belt? No. That's wild. He'll go down as I had 200
0: scotches in my belly.
1: And and what would you rather have? (laughs) 200 (laughs) professional professional (laughs) games. 200 professional
0: games of football, probably. Reflecting on it now, I think the scotches were well worth Uh, it, mate. Probably only had $200 in my bank account, too.
1: Yeah, but think of the pressure he's always under. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He'll go down as the GOAT Italian keeper,
0: won't he? Potentially. He's got a long way to go. He'd have to win a World Cup or two a bit before. they could do it though
1: their outfield they team do it. continually gets better and better um, compete better and better they, in the tournament.
0: they actually they're in a real good patch at the moment with a lot of young players coming through that look really good so maybe in you know four to eight years time if those players can progress the curve like we expect from yeah. young players yeah um they could maybe mountain challenge but you know you just never know that's so far away Probably situation. ridiculous for even talking about it.
1: Yeah, but that's, that's how they would plan as a national team. You would be in there planning for uh, the America's World Cup. Though. I guess so.
0: I guess they just probably continually plan to produce good players, though. Yeah. And then every now and again, you get a golden batch come along. And at the moment, they've got a batch that, look, they've got the quality. It's whether or not they can learn and develop. Yeah. They haven't been exposed enough yet. Yeah. So you've got, like, Bastoni plays in the back three for Inter Milan. Yeah. Mancini at Roma yeah. plays in their back three got Nico Barella, Sandro Tonali at Milan. Um, we've still got Mobile, still Mobile, he's still got a couple of years left. Yep. A few years left in him. Balotti up front, yep. he's only 26. Um, You've got players yeah.
1: like Insigne still knocking on the door potentially. Yeah,
0: Insigne, well, what's Insigne, he's still only 26, 27. He's got years, definitely. So he's got a few years, so yeah, yeah, you we'll see. You can
1: anticipate Italy having a good shake at it this year as well.
0: Yeah, I think they will. They'll have
1: a crack. That's all I got. Nice. That was a really extensive
0: Euro wrap-up. I like it. it Oh, we should just slip in there. Italian wrap-up.
1: We should slip in there quickly. Um,
0: Bloody France. We said we were going to focus on France. We did, and I didn't look up anything because I don't care. (laughs)
1: That's okay. All that matters
0: is that that PSG
1: lost to Monaco 2-0. Oh, they did. I saw the score. I didn't game. Yeah. Yeah, neither did I. But the title race is on. And it's and not even Monaco that's top. It's Lille. 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 And Lyon is up there as well, knocking on the door. It's Lyon have a good side. And what I wanted to, to post to you is, can you think of a season where the top five leagues in Europe had a different champion to the pre- uh, previous season? Because you look, Liverpool's going to go to City. Potentially Juve's not going to win it. Potentially PSG's not going to win it. Uh, Bayern's still probably going to win it,
0: um, but... Real Ra- Madrid, Barca.
1: Yeah, yeah, but Atleti should win it.
0: Atleti should win it. Yeah, yeah.
1: despite their slip up this morning against Chelsea, um, which is probably going to bode well for them. They
0: lost in the league on the weekend too. Yeah, they did. But Barcelona drew with um, Cadiz. Cadiz. Yeah. Cadiz. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I can't think of any.
1: I can't think of a season where this has happened before. Where I, know, I guess you can. Well, act- it would have to be a while ago. You got to attribute I guess it to COVID.
0: It's probably really obvious if we looked at. If we Googled it, we could probably find it. Yeah, but who the fuck wants to do that? Yeah, we're just going to talk shit about it here. and Instead,
1: I prefer to speculate. Speculate. <laughs> speculate what that's, happened. That's where the best conversations yeah, come from. absolutely. What would happen if this person was with this? Yeah. Mm,
0: well, I think we might leave it there and have a break. And then, because we have much to speculate about oh, the babe. Adelaide game. The Adelaide way? game. I we don't even know so where to much. start with this. So much. <laughs> Penurrage. We'll be back. We're back. Finally, are we ready to talk about the absolute scenes? I you of were Friday night. You were there,
1: so I think it's good to give your perspective first, and then we'll take mine as a spectator from home. Well,
0: I have nothing much more to say other than hashtag scenes. Oh, ridiculous! It was yeah, it was um, a ridiculous game of football. Let's just say that, and Adelaide were fucking shit.
1: Oh, is that where we're going to land on this? Uh, yeah, they were crap.
0: Yeah, they weren't... There's no
1: sugarcoating it. We've got the win, but they were crap. I thought the first 15 minutes, we were the better team until they scored. I Because Mariners, oh, okay. Mariners hadn't really had a touch-up until then, I thought.
0: Yeah, we didn't look dangerous, though. No, no, I am No,
1: I yeah. wasn't going to say that we were beating them in any sense, but the Mariners weren't really in the game either until they scored. Yeah. Which I think kind of sets up a false pretense for the way that it plays out. Yeah. Um, but generally, no, we weren't great. I wouldn't write home about that performance at all.
0: Um, I I don't really know where to start with it. Like, there's should we go? there's quite a bit to touch on. Should we go chronologically? First penalty. You just want to chronologically do the pens? Yeah, maybe it's the easiest way. The first one. Yeah. Well, it's an absolutely disgusting, filthy tackle. I can't believe it wasn't sent off. <laughs> he could have killed him.
1: That was his fourth foul up until that point he as well. He easily could have been sent off. Could have been killed. I mean, Steph could have been killed. He we didn't learn this in Adelaide. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> this we did not impart um, this on
0: But no, horrible dive. Yeah, terrible. I can't believe. Do you think it's a dive or uh, is he momentum so, well, no. going down? Well, he jumps in the air first. Yeah, he jumps in the air. He into avoids his knee. Yeah, he avoids the <laughs> the foot on foot challenge. Yeah, that's for and, sure. Yeah, uh, even, <laughs> I He I kind of admitted it, didn't he? Someone said, time? yeah, he kind of admitted it was a. He did say it on camera. Yeah. yeah. So. How do we feel about that? How VAR doesn't um, overturn that is just absolutely ridiculous.
1: I was talking more about the, um, how do we feel about Mork doing things like that? Because I think there was definitely an undercurrent to the game that we were going down and forcing the referee to make decisions. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad
0: thing? Uh, I don't like it, personally.
1: Yeah. Neither do I really. I, don't like it. I, I don't,
0: can I can see why they're I'm not doing one of those it. people that buys into the this is like part of the game thing. Like the whole, you know, you feel contacted in the box, you go down, you get. I I don't know. Some people are okay with it. I'm personally not for me. Mm. Because they de- they were definitely fishing for it all night. I'd just rather the, I'd rather the referee just be better.
1: Yeah, and stop
0: so players wouldn't have to.
1: Yeah, you know. I mean, this is why they do it because the refereeing isn't up to standard. Players wouldn't have to buy fouls. Yeah. If they were and it almost plays back into your Sunday League comment. Not that I mean there's a vast difference between the professional referees and the Sunday League referees, but they hold similar views. That's who a Sunday yeah. league referee would be watching, right? Yeah. He would be watching a weekends game and saying, Okay, these refs aren't calling it, maybe I won't call these things. Yeah. And so it, it does trickle down economic doesn't exist, but the, it does in
0: this the player that's standing there with their back to a player and the player comes up behind them and stands near them mm, and they go down. Breathes on their shoulder. And then the referee takes the bait every time and calls the foul. So,
1: every single time. It doesn't matter where it is. But when you, get it with, when
0: you get it with penalties like that first one, when we've got VAR to look at it and you can see that there's no contact from Tung-Yi, Yeah. And then the contact is made from Stefan Mork, who's already jumped into the air, into yeah. him.
1: It's, it's more a foul committed by Mork than
0: it is a foul on him. Because he's come in late and kicked him huh, yeah. <laughs> after he's cleared I mean, the ball. <laughs> there are some that go that way. I don't think that one, maybe. But yeah. it probably just a play on. Ball went ball went out for a goal kick, didn't it? Corner. Uh, goal kick. Did I it don't know. go out for a throw in, I think? I thought he uh, punted it out into the uh, Western
1: Sand. I'm not sure.
0: No, because I think uh, more got there and knocked it past Tongic and then just went over. Oh, okay. I think, yeah. But it's not a pen. It can't be. Um, second one? Uh, second one is more of a pen than the first one. <laughs> but again... It definitely is more of a pen, but
1: again, is it a pen? It's another one of those things where Adelaide have forced the referee to make a decision. And with VAR now operational, as it, as it has been, but every season referees are more and more conscious of giving penalties because they know they can send it upstairs. If it's the incorrect decision, the correct decision will be yeah. made which is kind of how you want it to work, but when you've still got VAR operating on a clear and obvious mandate, yep. it makes it very difficult for VAR to actually intercept and say, oh, this is clear and obviously not a penalty. The first one, I think, was
0: clear and obviously not a penalty. Yep. The second one, you couldn't overrule. No, the second one you couldn't overrule, I'm just I I'm pretty dirty on the standard of refereeing that you <laughs> can call that, to be honest. like You wouldn't call it? No, they were running next to each other. You'd call it in the middle of the park arm. though. Not that one. Because I don't think it I don't think If Mork went down. I don't think Mork was fouled. Okay. They were both running next to each other, kind of arm in arm. They did interlock to one another, and yeah. And then one of them went down. Yeah. One didn't. And they gave the foul based on who went down. Yep. That's again, I would have just been waving play on. It looks it looks like to me the defender
1: I don't know who interlocks I don't know who makes the first contact, but the defender pulls Mork into the box and he goes limp basically, and yeah. he, as soon as he feels that tiny tug, yeah. he goes limp, and then you see the bounce back yeah. of Mork falling not, the opposite direction. I'm not a fan, and I, you know, I wouldn't. I if I was in the stadium, I would have yelled at the time, <laughs> and then when I saw <laughs> it on replay, I probably would have thought, it's, okay, that's not okay. So that's well, fine. you know
0: that where we where we sit, we can't see the replays. No, generally. exactly. No, we so we watch um, the reaction of everyone else. <laughs> I messaged I messaged someone after the game who asked me about. The penalties and they said oh you know apparently they were dodgy and i said no way <laughs> i said there were three very blatant penalties what are you talking about and then i went home and watched the replays and i went oh my god we've gotten away with absolute murder here. we've gotten, all, gotten away with grand theft auto you should have been able to see the second one
1: we have a really good view up there for the second penalty yeah
0: no but yeah like you say they went together and he went down and i just yeah. got up and yelled and <laughs> like everyone else knows. does you I mean, caught up you in know, the moment um,
1: you're a home team. You should not on be note, one-eyed when you're in the stands. On that note,
0: I am happy we got the win. And... Uh, yes. so Do I guess. So, I think it, this is... Where I'm going with this is... Fans... We've had fans saying... Who cares about the referee decision? Mm. We won. And it's like, well... I'm not going to buy into that because... The standard of refereeing needs to be better because... Eventually... We're going to get those sort of decisions against us and we're going to be absolutely spitting it. We have for like 15 years. <laughs> well, I can't.
1: Yeah. This so. is, there's not been many moments where I've sat back in an Adelaide United game and thought, wow, the referee has absolutely gifted us this victory. <laughs> no, this is now, one of them. We got one. I was trying to think before we recorded this, yeah. when is another moment in, an, in Adelaide's history where I thought, fuck, we really got away with that today. And the referee yeah. really helped us out. I can't think of one.
0: Um, not off the top of my head I can't. If we thought so, hard maybe but Yeah, yeah. probably if we but actually, you know what I mean. We're not, um, I get it,
1: but also in you know, sympathy with the fans who have had a Perceive. I mean, we perceive everything to be against us. It's very yeah. much the South Australian mentality. Oh it is, isn't it? The underdog always yeah.
0: scrapping our way out of trouble, but But yeah, that as a we should as as a a lot of the time on here we talk about our views as a fan of the game, not as a fan of a certain team. Yeah. That's and true. And so as a fan of the game, I don't want to see Refereeing that bad, yeah, same. In a game again, no, I agree. No, however,
1: because it would if it was against us, you'd be, oh, yeah. you'd be saying shit like, oh, "I'm never going again." Furious, yeah. Like the Mariners until fans the were next, online until the next game <laughs> comes and I go again. We were we copped it online after the game, <laughs> Adelaide United as, as like a club, as like a whole. Yeah. everybody. I, I, I don't like we're that. under attack. I love that.
0: I guess I welcome it, that. It feeds into my underdog yeah. mentality it, again. Love it. Oh yeah, hate us. Who cares? Hate yeah. us. Yeah, but not... Still want referees to hate us. Yeah, we should, but...
1: <laughs> we should still be acknowledged for the good shit we're doing. and No one seems to do it. Yeah,
0: it, I just... In fairness, we didn't really do much good the other night, so... That's true. We haven't actually played well in we didn't maybe play well. a month. Um, maybe
1: since that victory game. And they're, they're deplorable. They are <laughs> so deplorable. maybe that's not even a great marker
0: of... Um, the third one? Yeah, Penalty. I'm okay with that being a penalty. penalty. I yeah. think I, I was... Obviously, I, I was at work it, again. It stops a potential goal. Yeah, hand.
1: I messaged you before they went back and called the VAR because obviously they went down the other end and conceded that free kick. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there was a dead set handball blocking that goal. Um, yeah. They're probably going to look at this. So I thought in live motion, I was like, oh, well, he's blocked the goal with his hand. doesn't really yeah. matter where his hand is, I don't think. If yeah, that's the no. way that you stop well, a goal, I think that's handball. The worry hand was
0: ball. the interpretation, I think, is about whether it deflects off of him self onto his hand. Yeah. Or something. But yeah. like No, that's right. I don't I don't like that either because if it if it deflects off your hand and it's going it deflects if it deflects off your leg and is going towards the goal yeah. and hits your hand, yeah. why should it not be you know, it's stopped a goal. Yeah, exactly. Because if you when you're attacking, um, they don't always give the hand balls unless it leads to a goal. Yeah. So if it leads to a goal, they call it. Give it. Yeah. So if it's going to block a goal, then makes it should it be called cool. as well.
1: Yeah. It's, so, it makes perfect sense to me. It's one of those things you can't write down in the rule book. It just has to be
0: enforced yeah. by all the referees. His the hand, like I know it's like, you know, he's, he's flying in to block a shot. Where's he meant to put his arms? It's like, well, yeah. it's unlucky. That's part of the game. It's true. His arms. You can't, arm is, you can't uh, handle the ball. His arms up above that's his head. The ball. Yeah. You know, and it's it is really unlucky. I'm it's not saying It's super unlucky. Yeah. He not deliberately... There was people saying he should have been sent off. No, don't book him. I, I, don't think, even, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even book think him. booking like he's just. No. Uh, but he did get booked, didn't he? Oh well. Did it, he get a yellow?
1: Uh, he, this is the at one. The time? This is the one that got sent off after the game.
0: Yeah, but initially he got a yellow. When oh, he gave I thought he
1: chatted. Did he chat his way into the book then? I'm not sure. I don't remember. now. I don't think he did because they came back gave the pen. I don't think they booked him at the
0: time. But they did <laughs> Just send him off post-match. The, um, <laughs> the anticipation, because obviously in the stadium, everyone's seen the replay. and like I, We can't see the replay from where we are, but everyone in front of us is turning around, looking behind us, looking at the screen. Like, yeah. Ah! Yeah. Going absolutely nuts. <laughs> and then we saw the referee walk back from the VAR. Yep and he walked straight up the halfway line Direct instead of walking back towards yep. where the ball was. Where the free kick was so going to we be. Just, where the free yeah. kick was going to be. So we were just waiting and you knew, bang. It you was knew.
1: Bang. I think the longer it takes for a referee to like look over the mini screen, it's more and more going to be overturned. Yeah. Because if you're confident in your decision, you'll see it once and you'll say, oh, no, I'm confident in my decision. Let's go away from this. But the yep. more they look at it, the more likely they're going to overturn it. Yeah. So, But I did think it was a penalty. Um... And how well dispatched by Tommy Urich all three times? Yeah, well, should we talk about Urich? We should. We did give him a little bit of a, maybe a little bit of a. Well,
0: last week you said you were a bit worried about him. Yeah, just his and attitude I, and his demeanour more than anything. Yeah, I defended him. Gave him a little, gave him a little slap, little chip. Mm. So I was pretty annoyed the other night because I hate when you you stick up for a player and defend yeah. them. And then they turn out absolute crap. Like he like if we're honest Juric was it's the worst hat trick game I've ever seen. I know it sounds stupid to call a hat trick game shit but <laughs> if we don't have those three penalties <laughs> you're forgetting about Jonathan Walters for <laughs> Stoke where he uh, scored. <laughs> I'm not forgetting. Two goals game um, <laughs> take those penalties away. Uh, he did well to score them. He dispatched them well. Yep. That were, yeah. They were beautiful penalties. They were very good penalties. But his overall gameplay during the game, and a lot of the people I've spoken to had the same thoughts about most of that first half, even the second half, he's just standing in an offside position, walking back yeah. while we're looking for someone to play the ball to, someone to be a target. Yeah. And he just wasn't moving. He was just standing still up front, either offside or standing right on. He might, it might be a directive for him to stand right on the shoulder of Ruan Tongit, but that doesn't mean to stand in an offside position and slowly walk back. Yeah. We're playing with 10 men when that happens. We're playing with nine men because Dekuli was out there as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Is that too harsh?
1: Nah, I think it's time. I think it's time. I just, just on it that goes into the disinterested thing that I picked up last week. I don't know that his mind is always in the game. I, don't, no. I think when the ball, when he's not involved in the direct play, he's not thinking. He's not no. moving. He's not directing, orchestrating. He's not doing anything. It's a and shame
0: because he can finish.
1: Yeah, and he should be. I just I said to you, perhaps it's a directive, like you said, for him to be offside. We get it from fullback to winger, big crossfield ball, and then he's got an advantage. He doesn't have to run as fast. He yeah. doesn't have to
0: outpace anybody. But that's not the it way we were playing. It didn't look that way at all. That's not how we're playing, no. so Because it just looked like he's lazy. Yeah, it just looked like he was lazy, and he wasn't really offering us anything. Yeah, and which especially is- the way we I don't know we don't have the quality in centre midfield. For him to be, that lazy. to be that Yeah. he needs to be getting on the ball, yeah. he's back to goal. There's whispers of a creative Which good midfielder coming in. We've again. seen him do it all the time. We know he's good at doing it.
1: Yeah. I so, was thinking of the Asian Cup goal where he is on the byline beating players yeah, and whipping balls in up. basically. Yeah. And that's where we would like to see him peel out. Yeah. Let the wingers move inside into the channels and come inside you. I just... yeah. He's just operating on that center circle. And it, not doing I don't know if lot. you did. You see
0: his celebrations?
1: I did. Yeah. This
0: <laughs> I, I love. That's what I love about him when he does score. And yeah. he's up and about, it's and he in, gets so fired up. That's what we want to such see.
1: Stark contrast to what he looks like for the majority of the game. When he scores, yeah. he's on the fucking fence, giving it up. Yeah, like I'm the Messiah. Gave the
0: gladiator. Yeah, yeah the, he did. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Standing on the fence, saluted the fans saluted as well. Fans after the third like.
1: one. Yeah. And yeah. you can see him off the ball. I saw it a lot on television. They. They switched to him, giving them the G up, the yeah. big arms, looking towards the crowd. Give me yeah. some more noise. Come on, well, get into it. But he's not get involved then. Yeah, do something yeah. that makes us get up. Like, do something. Motore, who he, something. he berated over and over and over after he came on. He, yeah. I'm not sure that they're the best of friends, but that's the guy that gets us off our seats. Why the fuck are you yelling yeah. at him all the time? Like,
0: he's... You know who did get us off our seats the other night, though, was um, Pacific. Isn't he? When that's he Halle. came on.
1: He is... Yeah, that changed the game that really brought yeah, us back into it I
0: don't want to go too too over the top because we haven't seen much of him but we remember we did say at the start of the year we were wondering why he was behind mm-hmm. like the likes of Ducali and or trying to um, play the Torres out wide and then like Yangi and yeah, yeah Torres, oh Yengi, yeah. the Torres out wide and Pacific is Yangi? clearly what is looks Yangi to be a winger um, oh, he, he looks okay but he's another he's young yeah
1: but it feeds into what we're saying why yeah. is he ahead of Pacific here I don't yeah,
0: understand I don't, I don't know what yeah Pacific looked really good when he came on he beat players cut yep. in my only uh, the only thing I had to say about him was he looked like he was too scared to shoot yeah there was a couple times we tried to he, beat them yeah, three, four, he, five. or where he there was one where he cut inside and it opened up and he tried to square it to Coletti yeah. who pumped it over the bar of all players and it's like if you're the winger I want you to beat the defender and, and shoot. back yourself just yeah. back yourself you, you miss shoot. you miss but that's your job you know, Wingers are all you know. Typically, the top scorers in teams these days. Like, why yeah. are you not just backing yourself? It's the same in? with with strikers. You know, some. Oh, why is he shooting from there? But that, if that's a striker, I'm happy with the striker shooting from just about. Just about anywhere. If they're you know? in their range, go if they, for it. if they, yeah, you want them backing themselves. Yeah. Being confident in themselves and taking a shot. Because then on.
1: they're going to be confident. In the six that's hour their job. That's their job. It feeds off to their score whole the game. goals. Yeah. No, I love a confident.
0: Crack I love a confident striker, and that's.
1: I mean, that's what Tommy Yurich is. He doesn't mind a ping, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, but more generally, yeah, get involved in the um, game. We're, we gonna, we're not going to shit on him, but it's time for a spell, Cooley. Yeah, definitely. Time for a spell. Hopefully Craig just comes into that spot.
1: Yeah, Craig did a press conference yesterday, so it looks like yeah. he is ready for selection. Get him in there. Get the
0: boy in. Yeah, we're not playing
1: uh, midweek anymore against Western United. Gives him more time to come in, train. Yeah acclimatise he's just gonna start like there's well, no he has way, to yeah. there's no two ways about it because he's fit he's just come from a pre-season in the
0: saudis yeah yeah he looks good well, well i'm assuming he'll look good and um dakuli doesn't look good so no so it's time for a spell yeah. have a rest send him back to the paddock i don't think like give him a dip in the sea i'm not sure if he'll. like uh, they're obviously working on something with him there's something about him they're yeah, like there must be something at training. This is what I'm thinking. We need to go down to a training session. <laughs> we need to go down there with the binoculars. Yeah, the, the binoculars. No, wire cutters.
1: Peek, peek through the wire fence down at Old Ridley, <laughs> which we won't get into, but we used to be able to frequently play on that yard. No, we did. That was ground. Anyway. Let's not go into
0: it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Got anything else?
1: Yeah, about the fucking Adelaide game. Where does it yeah. stop? I just... I was... Um, obviously, I was watching it on TV. And it's just, it's such a, it's like high marsh on television is amazing. It is. And it's so fun to watch. Um, you could, I don't know how many we had, maybe 8,000, 9,000, but uh, it's still... S- less. Maybe even yeah. less.
0: Six or seven, I'd say.
1: It still sounds like, like a world-class stadium. The noise that it generates in there is When wicked. we get up and about, Oh, when, we're, yeah. up and about, when celebra- we're up and about. Yeah. The celebration, like we spoke on, uh, for the third penalty being awarded, oh, was yeah. ridiculous.
0: The noise... At was, just being awarded the penalty. We hadn't even scored we hadn't it even yet.
1: Scored it. Yeah. I guess we can be that confident with Yurich now. Yeah, maybe from the spot. Yeah. But the only detractor of the game is having to listen to the fucking Fox Sports commentators. Oh my word, they are bad. Yeah. They are disgraceful. No Simon Hill, no Fox Sports. That's true.
0: No Simon Hill, no Fox Sports. Um, I don't mind Adam Peacock as an interviewer. Yeah. Okay. As like, like, he's the guy that sits in the main chair and directs things. Or like when he was on the Fox pod, he would interview someone important. I thought he did a good job of stuff like that.
1: I think he did. He gambles a bit. Mainly because he was learning in the, he doesn't know heaps. And so his questions were inquisitive and he was getting good answers.
0: his commentary of football games. But oh, like when boy. I watched the replay, I was like, "Oh my god, this is just cringe." This is what we're putting out there for people to watch. Yeah, these mm. are the
1: voices we're attaching to our product. If you're not,
0: if you're not a football fan, and you're flicking around at night, sitting on your lounge, and think oh, I might give the A League a go, yep. and you tune in and you're listening to him and Andy Harper Andy moaning Harper. on, like like <sighs> Andy it's Harper, not good. just a,
1: a a relic, a total fossil man. <laughs> He's and he doesn't even have a broadcastable voice. I don't understand why is he in this position. Well,
0: we talked about it last week. Like he just seems they seem to always kind of be up and about for a certain group of people at a time. So mm-hmm. like Andy Harper was all over us when we had that Asian Champions League run. That's true. And then, but because now, obviously, Matt Simon and Alan Stadich are their boys. Yeah. From Central Coast. That's their product. You know, that's their, you know, like when Kuo came on and scored a wicked goal, Yeah. he was more pumped up about Stajic bringing him on yeah. than Kuo actually scoring the goal. Yeah. It's ridiculous.
1: He mentioned Stajic's brilliance more than he did the individual talent of Kuo, which, by the way, we should G up as well.
0: That was excellent. Oh, that's a really good finish. He terrified me when he came on. Yep. Because you, know you know what he's got. I was wondering if this is what other, other teams feel like when we bring on Motore. It must be. Cause like they just come like oh my god, Quoel came on and he was just running everywhere, everywhere, and he was just he goes from point to point, front yeah. and back.
1: He's dragging. He's finishing his lethal. Right. Yeah, that's a lethal wonderful finish. finisher. Yeah. Deli not barely moved. He yeah. didn't see it go past him. So, <laughs> but then it, that for me yeah, that feeds into me how how brilliant is Stadic? Why is he starting on the bench? <laughs> oh,
0: he's their top scorer. <laughs> they've got that. Uh, they started that other guy, the uh, Spanish dude. He scored six I don't know goals. There was Spanish guy that played kind of up front with Matt Simon. Like, ah, uh, did they? For starters, why do you have Matt Simon? That's the number one. Like, still playing in this league.
1: We were excited to see him versus Elsie, but nothing amounted to that at all because Simon was nah. not in the game really
0: at all. The only thing was that that moment with um Matt Simon and Javi Lopez. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit of a coming together. Uh, another one where um you know. <laughs> Andy Harper and Peacock have ref- refused to even. Acknowledge mention them. it. They'd, acknowledge that it happened. But yeah. Simon is running at the. They're both running for the ball. Simon looks up at Lopez, and changes direction to veer into him, like shoulder out, which he does most weeks. We've seen him do this just time to barge and time through again. him, and it's like you know, fine if that's if you want to go in like that and you know maybe rough up a defender, yep, you so give, you're a, here. give away a foul, but you know announce your presence, um, that's fine. But like there's no acknowledgement of it at all from yeah. It.
1: They just totally look over it, and they look over his ill-discipline most weeks. They put it down yeah. as almost banter, as like, boys will be boys so, here. Oh, but
0: he's got a heart of a lion. Yeah.
1: He represents this club better than anyone. Oh,
0: does he? Does he? He's got... flying around with elbows and not scoring goals. Are you yeah. serious? He's, he's scored like two goals. He's scored a couple of goals this season, hasn't he?
1: He's scored against is... the uh, Wollongong Phoenix. Well, he's like Jew because... <laughs>
0: Wollongong. <laughs> <laughs> he's, um... He's got something like 25 goals in like eight years as a professional striker. Yes. That's shit. He scored, I know this because
1: I really don't like this guy. He scored four goals for Sydney in 76 games and he's a
0: striker. <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? And when Sydney were like winning championships top back, of the to, pile back pile to back as well. to back yeah. to back. Yeah. yeah. So. But, heart of a line. <laughs> You've got to praise him. I'm sure he does. Like, and I can see, he's the sort of player I can see why his teammates get around him and yeah. love him. Yeah. And maybe if, you're, maybe if you're a Central Coast fan, you might. Although I don't think it works like that in Adelaide because we had Bruce Jitte and people hated him. People did hate Bruce Jitte. front. They hate him now. <laughs> they hate him now. <laughs>
1: Which <laughs> it's, is hugely unfair. They, they thought he was horrible. He's way better now than he was on the field.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> Without him, we don't win that championship though. Yeah, no. We? No, I was... You know? I was Jitte's I biggest...
1: Yeah. I know. I always backed him in. But... He's done, yeah. But he's done a great job In his role now um, Because I was impressed With Javi Lopez I would say
0: Were you? Yeah I thought okay. he was
1: okay I was a bit impartial
0: For a debut oh, Was that debut yeah. Or second second gave, debut Gave the ball away a bit On the ball he looked alright yeah. So I don't know if we were discussing During the game Maybe If there's an avenue Because we know He can play in the midfield yes. I don't know If he comes in And plays as a 6 we, we look like we're Desperately missing a Like a 10 Dead set 6 Yeah. Or maybe and a 10 as well I don't know. I like think Louis. Few I think Louis could play the six properly. I
1: think they wanted Mork to play the six, but he obviously doesn't want to.
0: We can't afford to because we need him attacking. Yeah, that's it. And he doesn't want to. And I think we've played him there before. And he doesn't we've perform well. We've defended Kalitti a bit on air. Not saying he's great, but we've,
1: no, I like him as a bullish. I, I like what box he's given. Box. Yeah.
0: yeah, but his um, I think his quality can sometimes be found out. Yeah, and he was. He was Found out a bit the other I night. I
1: think if you get in a proper number ten, then you don't need a bullish box to box. You need a well, ten, you'd, a mork, and a holding. Yeah, it'd be.
0: We discussed it the other week about like yeah having like but the they are talking... championship side where we had the ten yes mork box to box and then a six yeah exactly
1: and that's how you do it. I think Louis could do the six, or if you want Yavi in to like do the, the six for sure, like the, like the
0: four two three one, but one of your two cm sits deeper. Yeah. That works travel. for us. Yeah.
1: And that's what say would be feeding it, uh, through his signing philosophy as well. Because yeah. that's his favourite formation. So that's what he'd be looking for.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. A lot to come with Adelaide, I think. There's just with the fixture postponements now as well, it sort of ruins any kind of run. We would have been in great stead if we could have played uh, tonight, Wednesday against Western United. Yeah. A side desperately out of form. Yeah. Um. On that quick backup from a big win, two home games in a row. I think we really could have profited off of this, and it's really upsetting and then, now that
0: we can't build a a full steam. And then that would have been heading into Melbourne Victory this weekend. Yeah, away from home, which who, who, who are deplorable.
1: They are there for the taking at the moment. Melbourne Victory. They're done. The next the next defeat. Grant Brennan is out. Especially when you've got Popovich and he Musker be, yeah. both looking for jobs because Popovich yeah. got sacked by Xanthi. Uh, Xanthi. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yesterday. Yesterday, day before, day before sometime. Yeah, something like that.
1: Writing was on the wall when they uh, got rid of Spider Kalaj. You could it's see Popper going. That's
0: a shame because I really like Popovich as a coach. So, I think he's excellent.
1: He needs to go to uh, Asia. He shouldn't be going into Europe. It doesn't yeah, make go. Dude, like, uh, follow Ange. Ange yeah, yeah, follow Ange. That's the that should be the
0: way into Japan, Korea. Yeah,
1: any yep. of them, China. It doesn't matter. Yep. Indonesia, like Thailand. Do, like just go because Thailand you would coach really technically brilliant footballers because yep. they're they're really good footballers. Thailand just uh, teach, Thai people teach the game. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Organize them like he did with Perth in the A League. You never thought you West were Sydney to get that, and West Sydney obviously. Yeah. We won West, the Champions League. I was more impressed with what he did at Perth than West Sydney because he had all of the resources. Champions and, League aside. Champions League side.
0: He, he, he did win the Asian Champions
1: League. Or even that, I wasn't crazy about the way that he played in the Champions League. He did a he did a Vidi in which he just locked down, defended up. It, it's not a great advertisement for Australian football if that's almost, how we have to compete. It's
0: almost like that's the way to win continental championships, though. For, maybe
1: for Australian teams. Mourinho Champions League. Yeah, but it hasn't really been Champions replicated since him. Nah. You look at the teams that win now. It's Liverpool. It's know. Bayern. It's all of them.
0: It's still. I think it's still pretty impressive. You got to go win it. and won it.
1: Yeah. I'm Yeah. Sorry. I shouldn't be. Um. I shouldn't be diminishing what he's saying. Uh. Well, I shouldn't be diminishing his achievements, but.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean with the Perth side he had. He turned them around pretty good.
1: Yeah, from a side that was, they couldn't win. They yeah. couldn't make finals, basically. And he turned them into an absolute machine. Yep. So, yes, I would be worried if I was Grand Beb- uh, Brebner. He is yep. in a lot of trouble. One more defeat and he's out.
0: <sighs> Huge call. I
1: think so. Musket's it's looking for a Probably fair. Yeah, he's,
0: oh, they can't be this bad. They can't, they're. Nah. And the cha- are they the biggest, the second biggest club in this league? No, nah, they're the biggest club in the league. They're the biggest? They're yeah. bigger than Sydney? Yeah,
1: definitely. Because okay. I think Sydney, who have had five years of continual success, have not elevated their brand or anything in that time. They've True. just plateaued and stayed at the same spot. So I think Melbourne are the biggest. Because when they win, they go big. I think, and as
0: much as... You might disagree with me on this. As much as we enjoy Melbourne Victory being shit, I do kind love of, it. When they're... I don't know. I feel it's better for the league when they're better.
1: Yeah. No, I do agree with you. I hate it, but yeah. I agree with you, of course. Because I sold out Amy Stadium. Uh, Amy Park.
0: Yeah. Amy Park.
1: <laughs> I'm saying Amy Stadium because of geography. Um, call, it the, call it the new camp like last week. <laughs> the Allianz. I love it when Melbourne Victory <laughs> went at the Allianz. Highbury? No, there's there's no better site other than a sold out high march than a sold out. Amy Park, and yeah. when it's pumping, when it's pumping, and Melbourne Victory yeah. are
0: playing well, and they're playing as another side who brings away fans. That's yeah. you know, that's what the league needs more. It's of.
1: better for us to go there when it's sold out because I hate going to Amy Park and they haven't opened up any of the top levels. Yeah, it's just it feels like a wasted trip. And
0: It's like, yeah. where the fuck are you guys? Where are your fans?
1: Where are your fans? Yeah. I get it. Sing when you're winning, it happens for everyone. Yeah, Of course it does There's no way we Adelaide don't Adelaide especially so There's no way we don't Sell out Adelaide Oval yeah. Unless we've done What we've done but Although
0: having 6.30 kickoffs Doesn't help
1: That does not help Also is that your What's hot, not In your hot Hot or not This weekend
0: <laughs> What's not hot Yeah what's not hot uh, Yeah well last two home games I've whinged about that 6.30 kickoff Because It's just a shit time Yeah, And it's hurting all, It'll hurt all the pubs In the area as well Because they can't get them in Well people How often do you see Like the pubs packed People go for dinner And Yep People take their families in, dinner, a few drinks, That's go to true. the game. You can't do that. Six thirty kickoff. That's true. That's you know and people this... people who work to get home, get the family, travel in, find a park, go in. Yeah. That's just crap. Just so that it can be on at 7 o'clock in Melbourne and Sydney for people who aren't even attending the game. They're probably not even tuning What's in. What's the point? If it's fucking Adelaide versus the Mariners, no one from
1: Melbourne's watching it. Do they give a fuck? No. No, no one in Victoria is watching this game. So why are we catering to the Eastern Coast Times? Wasn't there tennis on anyway? Yeah, there was a fucking <laughs> it was open tournament. So who's going to watch? Just... This, is, this is a crazy point that I've not heard mentioned before. Why? We're cutting out all the revenue of our pubs in and around the areas. The the, the venues that actually rely on us to survive. That's ah,
0: because Fox Sports do what they want. That's why. That's a really good point. Fox Sports want that kickoff time. Yeah, and they'll have it. They want a 7 o'clock kickoff time no matter where the game is Mm. in Melbourne and Sydney. So it can be flush with their broadcasting. Yeah, which doesn't make sense. It's not good for us. Do they think people wouldn't tune in to watch it if it was on at, say, 8 o'clock? If it kicked off 7.30 here, I think it would be perfect. It would be perfect for us. On Friday night as well. 8 o'clock in Melbourne and Sydney. What's the big deal? Because we know people that
1: literally could not make it to kickoff. Because yeah. they finish work at 5 o'clock in some obscene area yeah. in South Australia. There's no way for them to be able to come back and see the game. And you're alienating potential
0: patrons. It's kicked off at 4 o'clock in Perth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do give four a fuck f- about that. 4 o'clock last month. Yeah, true.
1: Yeah, 1984. Uh, <laughs> 1972. Uh hear that, Perth? You're far behind. You are far behind. I still don't rate your football. <laughs> do something, yeah. ageing monoliths. Um, we got anything else for Adelaide or we... Not for Adelaide, but I was, I, I was generally really impressed with the A-League's fixtures uh, over this last, I won't say match day, but over the last round, I guess. Yeah. Uh, last night's game against Sydney and Melbourne City was brilliant. Yeah. That was a fantastic spectacle. Didn't catch it. That was a work. Yeah. That's going to happen. But I do, I, I enjoy the A-League one game being on every night of the week. I think that's a yeah. In I think it's an interesting idea. It doesn't really work for stadium attendances, but while we've still got COVID restriction, it can be played around with, I guess. Yeah. I really like it. I like being able to flick on, if I'm home, an a game. The night before that was Wellington 2-2 with Western Sydney. Yeah. Another really engaging contest.
0: It helps if the... It was meant to be a big doubleheader satellite, though, wasn't there? There was, yeah. Big games. Big couple of Melbourne can't. victory. Uh, yeah. A couple of
1: Melbourne games were supposed to be on, yeah. So... So that, that hurts, that hurts COVID and all of that. Um, but, all I mean, we're getting vaccines now as well. Dancing's allowed back in South Australia. Yeah. Could be on the up, could be on the up and up here. Be nice not, have to wear a mask walking around the stadium. It would be good. Um, but just on that quickly, our next home game, we only have two coming up in the next five weeks. Is that
0: true? Yeah. We have Newcastle on Friday the 5th of March. Yeah. And then Sydney sometime. Sydney on Sunday the 28th of March. Yeah. We the... play Newcastle again in between those, don't we? Yeah, exactly. Away from home. What the fuck is up with the what? scheduling, I don't man? understand. I, I get, why? like, there's, like... They're battling with, like, restrictions and border closures and things. But, um... I don't know. Maybe it's just because we don't get any news on Facebook. But I just want to see... <laughs> it'd be good to have some clarification on these, like, why, you know... Why games are being <laughs> chopped and moved around everywhere? Because it just yeah. yeah, it makes no sense. It's I can't understand it.
1: We're just we're running over time. Let me just rattle off a couple of Adelaide United Mariners things. Robbie Cornthwaite, excellent special comments. Love to listen to him talk about the game. Yep. Big up for Robbie Cornthwaite. Absolutely. Uh, we only had three shots on target all game, and that were the three pens. Excellent. We are definitely in need of a creative midfielder. Hopefully that comes soon. There's whispers we're going to bring a foreigner in. Maybe, maybe. Mm. Definitely watch this space. We'll see. And the last thing I just think, the boys looked so sharp pre-game. Whoever fitted their suits out, (laughs) chef's kiss. Good (laughs) suits.
0: Great suits. They looked awesome. It was probably the best part of uh, Adelaide tonight. Yeah, I think so. Aside from the three points. Obviously the three points.
1: Oh, and the other thing I would say is that was the first Mariners away game uh, outside of New South Wales in over a year. And I think maybe that had something to do with it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Had something to do with them. They would have had a very comfortable 2-0 win if it wasn't for some horrible if, refereeing, though.
1: If it was in Sydney, they would have
0: won 2-0. It was Adelaide <laughs> refs. That's what it was. Yep. That's my breakdown. We're getting conspiratorial. Do
1: you have any games you're looking forward to this weekend, Sunday? Um
0: I won't linger too much because we've gone for a while. We've gone way over. But uh, Sunday morning, Saturday night, Saturday night Sunday morning, 1.45, I think, uh, uh, La Liga. La Liga. Sevilla versus Barcelona, third versus fourth. That's Ooh. that's my pick for a game this week. Toasty. Um, what about you? I like that.
1: Uh, Leeds play Aston Villa, which would be a good game. But yeah. I think the Premier League game of the week is Chelsea-Man United. That will, uh, yep. I think, it, what is it, second versus fifth? That is yeah, going to Something dec- like that. It's going to decide a lot going moving forward, I think. Especially because Chelsea won in the Champions League this morning away from home. Which means yeah. their fixtures are probably going to be a little bit more congested than everyone else's. Yeah, this could be a really uh, make-or-break game for Chelsea trying to make the top four. Could be that thing where they have to decide: are we going to try and win the Champions League to compete, or are we going to try and? And they would, they would, they need to qualify
0: for Champions League. Yeah. Given the money they've spent. Oh yeah, they're in a lot of trouble if they big don't. Big time.
1: Oh, big time.
0: Um, so this should be good. A couple of yeah. good games coming up. Uh, they're
1: good. What's the A League?
0: No idea. No idea. No. Nah, I only look at Adelaide's fixtures usually. And do we, we, we don't have a game this week, do we? Oh, I have
1: no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we really... We did too much work on trying to figure out what we're going to say about the previous game because it was just so crazy. Yeah. All right, we play The Wanderers Away Saturday 27th. Ah, uh, there you go. Uh, I would put us down to win that game, except we're away from home, so we we'll get belted. Yep, 4-0. Uh, <laughs> Not 4-0? Uh, Melbourne play Wellington Perth play Brisbane I don't know this A-League weekend doesn't look that great no but in saying that we'll probably be surprised by a few really good games so you've yeah. got to support your local product fuck Fox Sports
0: hashtag Fox Sports out
1: yes how long before hashtag Viet out uh, long time Sac- leave it sackviet.com no leave it <laughs> <laughs> leave it leave it I know a guy that can get us domains nah that's it
0: leave it alright All right, we're going to wrap it up there. I think that sounds good to me. Uh, Feel free to get in touch with us if you've got anything you want us to ramble on about. Yes, at two idiots. If you want us to talk shit about stuff we have no idea about like we are right now, uh, get in touch, let us know. Yeah, please do. Otherwise, have a good one, folks. Peace. Bye.